Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Hi, so, yep, thanks for joining us. How are you guys across the pond? Well, we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, Devin, how are you? Um, just working and living. That's yeah. usually what it is. Yeah, that's about it at the moment. <laughs> yeah. about, how How is it across the pond? How's the weather? Because we're coming into spring in the UK, so it's still awful weather and we've just had massive storm over the last couple um, of days well, this, this past this past week uh we went from or the past two weeks we went from 50 degree weather to single digit weather <laughs> here so and that's, a couple snowstorm so that's fahrenheit that's, as well that's fahrenheit you know? is that fahrenheit yeah yes. well? yeah yeah wow yeah. So that's even colder yeah. than we have it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah okay Okay, so you guys are from New England Paranormal Researchers. So can you give us a little back background of how long you guys have been running and how you guys got started? So we've been together as a team for, what, two years now? About two or three years. About yeah. two years. But we were on another team. I've been investigating my whole life pretty much and our i don't know what to call him if he's still part of the team or not he hasn't been on a lot of investigations but he came to me be because he was on the other team as well and he wanted to start his own team so he came to me he asked me and that's how New England paranormal researchers got started. We just started from the ground up pretty much. And yeah. we grown, we've been to some historical haunted places and we're going to some places in the future, in the future. Yeah. Cool. So how many are you in the, the team right now? full-time there's four of us there's myself devin colby and cameron and colby and cameron are actually brothers okay cool so what um to go we'll we'll come on to sort of some of the, the places you've investigated and looking to investigate so what got you into the paranormal both of you you want to go first, Devin? Um, yeah, I can. So I got into it because I'm a skeptic, so I didn't know what to believe and what not to believe, pretty much. So when I actually went to Ryan, I was like, hey, any way I could like go on some investigations with him? And he's like, yeah, sure, let's try it out. So usually he takes me to like cemeteries just – to get a feel for it and me personally haven't experienced anything in the cemetery until one time like i heard an old man's voice from behind but other than that that's when i was like 
man, I should join the group and uh, help along, be a cameraman, because I know I work a camera, and I know some editing, so I was like, I can edit some videos too. So and that's how I became on the team. So do you, although you say you're a skeptic, do you, is yes. there some kind of want to believe, or do you you just say no? Nope, there's no such thing. Um, it's kind of like once Ryan like explains things to me, he's like, oh, if you can say go into a cemetery, like you feel a difference in like air and everything. Like I can kind of feel it. But then it's like with the paranormal activity, like either figuring, like showing figures or footsteps, movements, all that stuff. I'm like, I'm like optimistic about it, kind of thing. Okay. So, have you had any any experiences where you've gone, apart from the the old man's voice? Has there been anything else that you've gone? That's a bit weird. Or, um, we did an investigation in a house in our in the northern eastern part of our state. Mm-hmm. and i was in the actually we have a video uh, not a video uh, a photo of an image of me and in the doorway there's a dark shadow right there too okay. and as soon as i saw that photo i was like um okay that's kind of weird but then also while we were also investigating i was like experiencing like somebody was watching me on the left hand side and not to butt in or yeah. anything, but in the picture, you can see Devin looking almost directly at this black shadow. Okay. It, it was weird. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, can you send us that photo? That would be good to have a little look at after the podcast. Yeah, if that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, we, I think some of the listeners would probably be interested to, to see that. Um, so anything else apart from, from those bits, Devin, or...? Um, just from joining the team, that's what I experienced, but we'll get into more detail about where we investigated and what we actually heard and saw and things. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know what the question was, but Ryan can answer what you asked. Yeah. So over to you as well, Ryan, what's, what got you into the paranormal? Um, like I said, I've been around the paranormal my whole life. And I think really what got me interested was my grandmother. She watched uh, Ghost Hunters, all those shows. And I actually had my own experience. Like, I saw a... I don't want to say it was a shadow. It was kind of like a mist going around, like, around a... Door. There we go. Oh, I couldn't think. <laughs> and uh, I, even now, I would say I'm not a skeptic, but I do a lot of study in like how the brain reacts. Because, like, if you watch a horror movie or anything ghost related, odds are you're going to have a dr- like a horror not a nightmare a nightmare and so when i do investigations or talk about the paranormal i bring the um what is it called the psychologic uh i think so like something like how 
your brain might mess with what's actually going on. Okay. But, yeah. It's interesting because we recently spoke to a guy called Danny Moss and he hosts a couple of TV shows on Amazon Prime in the UK. And he did a series about investigating how fear can affect sort of investigations and what you're right. seeing and how you're interpreting it. It sort of sounds like the same thing that you're talking about where like when you just watch the whole movie, you in that sort of heightened awareness. So when you hear like right. a noise that any other night you just hear a noise, you know, it's just nothing. Because you just watched the whole movie, you hear that same noise, you're thinking, oh my God, there's something in the house. And that, do you think that could explain a lot of sort of ghost activity or podcast activity that gets reported? Yeah, I mean, if, I don't know if any of you guys, if anyone else, I know I do, during the summer, I'll go walk through a cemetery during the day. I think some of the cemeteries around here are honestly really nice they're yeah. well kept and very historic yeah mm -hmm. um so i'll go walk through them during the day but even though i've been investigating for it feels like forever now <laughs> when it turns to dark like your mood just completely yeah. changes it and it's just because it's dark it's, yeah. there's really no difference besides that yeah i mean we've we've done a couple so me and ash live a long way away from each other um probably not so relative in the in the u.s but we're about four hour drive away but in the uk that's a long that's a long way yeah and, yeah um so we we met up um last year for the first time even though we've been doing the podcast for 15 months and um we spent the day in some woods and then in the the night time we went to a known um active area and it was definitely felt strange during the, at night yeah than it did before the sunset <laughs> and so much so they got to a point where we're just like we we gotta get out of here so <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, that's, that, that was a weird night. That was. Um, so, do you do any investigations in cemeteries? Um. Yeah, we got how many cemeteries in our in our in our state? No, just or, in the town. Town, yeah, a total of like maybe three or four. Yeah, and they're pretty big. Um, so usually, when we have people that want to join, we'll bring them to. Uh, a local cemetery to see how they're uh well wow. <laughs> how they deal with things and um that's a good test <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> why not and well because you can probably experience more things in a cemetery than you never know what going you're going to a house yeah i mean you never know yeah. what you're going to experience inside of a cemetery it could be but, you yeah. know yeah guaranteed so, dead people there yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if anywhere is going to have some kind of paranormal activity i think a, a cemetery's got to be up there it's got to be up there hasn't it? oh absolutely yeah <laughs> it's definitely a test of nerves to be out there at night as well 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, De- Devin, you said you sort of you were a skeptic before you sort of joined the group. Has that opinion changed since you've been going on these investigations with the team? Um. It's okay, you can be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I love going on them. Like, I, I usually just run the camera, but there are times where, like, I don't want to go alone. But I know one of these times they're going to have me in a room blindfolded <laughs> and actually experience something. But I think once I saw that photo and when we went to the Wilson Castle, then it kind of leaned towards actually believing. Yeah. So what, what, kind, what kind of proof do you think you would need to to see to actually go you know what i'm no longer a skeptic i'm a firm believer because i mean if i if i was to see like a mist or a shadow or anything like that i think i think that would definitely sway me in that direction um I'm, yeah i'm a bit i'm a bit of a skeptic myself and i am um, i'm part of a paranormal team um in my local area as well um and i do the cameras and editing and, and whatnot but I think that kind of stuff that would that would definitely push me over the edge. So, is there is there any single piece of evidence that you think you know what that would be the one? I think like a full body shadow, like not like the photo, but like actually, like actually seeing a full body shadow or something like just probably just a shadow just running around. I think I would more be swayed that way. Um, Is there a dream location that you'd love to go to to investigate, either in the US or anywhere in the world? Um, yeah, at least for myself. I don't know about Devin, but I want to think about it. But yeah, uh, Waverly Hills. Yeah, I mean. It, I think that's on any paranormal investigator bucket list. It's just a historic place and not in a good way, but um, just the history behind it and the paranormal activity. I I just want to go there and experience it myself. Yeah. You just tell us sort of what Waverly Hills is. So in the, for our listeners in the UK, probably haven't really heard of that. I know mean, it's not familiar to me. Don't know about you, Greg. I've, yeah, I've definitely heard of it, but yeah, a little uh, recap from you guys would be great. Yeah, um, Waverly Hills is in Louisville, Kentucky, and it's a. Uh, it was a asylum for uh, tuberculosis. I probably said that wrong, but, um, and it's five stories and they, uh, many people have died there. There's apparently, I think it was on the third or second floor. There's this, um, thing they called the creature and it's like a, um, um, it like crawls on the walls and up on the ceilings and then it attacks people. They have a little boy up on the fifth floor that plays with people leave uh, those beach balls for him. And then 
there's a room in the back and it's a body shoot and it goes um i think from the third floor down into the basement so it's I, I can't remember the whole history of it, but I do know it was a tuberculosis hospital back. I don't even know the year. That's how, but no. yeah, it, it's interesting because we, we speak to, I mean, that, that sounds like a kind of place I'd want to go to as well. Um, there definitely seems to be a higher concentration of paranormal um activity in the us compared to the uk now the uk we've got like i'm from oxford or near oxford and we've got um a castle in the middle of oxford and it's over a thousand years old uh inhabited and, and part of oxford university was started in the basement of oxford castle so there's obviously a, a steep history there and obviously with the US, the sort of like the recent history is a bit shorter than the kind of history you've got in the UK, but it definitely seems to be a higher concentration of, of paranormal activity. And you just said that in your local area, you've got three or four cemeteries. Um, so it, it's, it's strange to, from outside the US to, to see everybody we speak to in the US has had some kind of weird experience and there's always a house in the the village or the town or the city where there's paranormal activity i wonder what do you have any idea why that might be it just seems that the paranormal history is is massive over there i that's a good question i never actually really realized that sorry if i, I think, you off off guard no 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 it's it's good um i think it might be because the U.S., like, back then, I'm thinking more like, you know, um, down south from where we're from. Um, I think it might just be because there was a lot more, like, you know, the cowboys and people got oh, yeah. murdered a lot more and people die in... Um, traumatic ways and i'm not saying that doesn't happen around the world it just the u.s they used to yeah do things not the right way yeah it was definitely uh quite a brutal period of time where there was lots of uh civil wars and uh, and such yeah. over there wasn't there yeah um do you think that because of the trauma and and the the kind of massive amounts of conflict in i say in a fairly short period because it in the grand scheme of history it's quite a short period do you think that lends its weight to the fact that there's definitely more because there seems to be a lot more poltergeist activity there seems to be a lot more hauntings in general and it tends to be a lot of normal houses as well from what i can see Whereas in the UK, you'd you get the odd private house, but a lot of the time it's like pubs, castles, um, woods, that kind of thing. Right. Um, well, castle-wise, we have a Wilson Castle. Yeah, that's really that's the only a... castle that I 
Well, there's probably like mansions in the U.S. too. Oh yeah, I mean, there's. I think if I uh, I think the reason why, and I don't know if this really answers the question, but the reason why, like all these new places are haunted that look like um, they just got built the other day is because they either built on burial ground and didn't know it or that family themselves are haunted or maybe a murder or something happened. That's the only thing to think of. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of hotels are haunted because of that reason. Yeah. I mean, a lot of hotels, um, I think Las Vegas has at least three that I know of that, uh, Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, he's been to at least three there. So I I, I hope this answers the question. I, I feel like it has to do with what happened on the uh, grounds of the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's fair. And you mentioned there Wilson Castle. I know that you guys have been there. I just want to talk, tell us about the investigation that you did there. The Wilson Castle was actually our first big uh, investigation. And what's funny is me, Devin, was it Colby? Cameron and go. That was Colby, yeah. Colby went, and we were the first ones there. We go up to the door, and... Us being us, we thought the door was locked, but it wasn't. So we were staying outside for a half an hour. Um, <laughs> finally, we figured out, you know, you actually got to push it really hard to go in. And it's a museum, too. So we, um, we go in. No one's there at the desk. And me, Devin, and Colby heard what sounded like two kids running upstairs and we're like oh they're on a tour you know i heard like high heels yeah we heard high heels too yeah and we're like oh they're on a tour you know and then finally the owners came out from a hidden door downstairs we're like uh who's upstairs they're like no one we're the only ones in the castle. We're like, okay, well, <laughs> we heard someone upstairs. Yeah. And then really the only thing I would say that really shocked me about the Wilson Castle was that and a flashlight. Do you remember that? Oh, when we were about to leave? Yeah, we were about to leave. Yeah. And we were in, I guess you could call the headquarters. We're packing everything up and we had a flashlight sitting on the table and it kept turning on and off on its own. And it wasn't like a one of those cheap ones where uh, know, they sell for like $3. On yeah, them. this was like one, yeah. one of the big 
I don't even know who brought it to be honest, but it was a big flashlight. There was no reason that should have turned on by itself. I, we changed all the batteries before we started and it just kept turning on and off by itself. And I couldn't explain it. And we heard like knocks and footsteps, but yeah. we hear that a lot. So I wouldn't say that's significant anymore. It used to be, but. So going, going back to the, the torch just for a moment. So yep. um, there are experiments that I've done where you use a torch to a bit like a, like a K2 meter or something like that, where you can ask the spirits to use the torch to turn off the torch or to turn on the torch in response to questions um so obviously there was something strange happening there what other experiments do you do while you're on that investigation um we try to bring uh object objects like you know it could be a ball a toy yeah if there's a little kid um i'm trying to think of something that we do that um if we know it's an aggressive spirit we'll have our tripod set up with the camera and we'll go like say hey knock it over you know <laughs> this was a new one for me and this might not sound professional but we were told to do this um so we just we just did an investigation and it was actually devin's um one of devin's family members and i actually did research on the house and it is it says it is one of the most haunted houses in that area and he told us he said if you're looking for if you actually go and try to look for it it's not going to do anything mm -hmm. he said what you got to do is just kind of ignore it so we sat there we watched uh that was me oh um sorry um so we just sat there, watched TV. We had uh, cameras going all throughout the house, but we we investigated, but we didn't at the same time. It was kind of weird. Yeah. So it was something different because we had a we had like two weekends to do things. Yeah, we had two full weeks, and we did try to actually like investigate um, the last week, but. I don't know. We just didn't get a lot there. The only thing we got was uh, when we met the parents or met the owners. Yeah, the door opened. The door that was weird. Yeah. But, um, um, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, do you, um, so, with with a paranormal group that I'm with, and and me and Ash have have tried this. Do you have any kind of 
sort of standard things that you would do as part of an investigation. So, for example, um, me and Ash were doing um, some exp EVP calling out. So we would have the voice recorders there and asking questions. Well, we were in the middle of the woods at this point. Um, so that was particularly freaky. Um, but we had like a REM pod bear. Um, we had like some cameras set up and just one of the cameras seemed to to take a photo on its own. It made the sound of a clicking. It's a DSLR camera and it made a clicking sound. And we're like, did that just take a photo? But no photo was taken. Um, but do, do you have a sort of a set, a set type of experiment or series of experiments that you would try sort of EB, EVPs, um, spirit box, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, definitely the spirit box. That's kind of like my go tool, go to tool for investigating. I had a lot of, uh, success using it it's the sb7 mm -hmm. it's i would say one of the best tools you could have if you want to be in the paranormal yeah um, what, kind, what kind of um evidence or what kind of success have you had with that have you got a particular one that you could tell yeah, us yeah right off right off the top of my head Devin wasn't there for it but he saw the video me and my uh buddy because he wanted to he's kind of like Devin, so i brought him to a old abandoned church yep. and we couldn't get in and i'm not one for you know trespassing and all that so we just sat on the steps and he brought a bible with him he said it so it was me the bible in the middle and then him and he reaches over and i got the spirit box going he reaches over touches the bible and through the spirit box it said he touched the bible i mean clear as day wow. and like and I actually had the EMF meter and you can see it on the video. I'm looking up, trying to find the source of the spikes. So my, I was distracted. I didn't hear it. And I asked him when, after I reviewed the video, I'm like, did you hear that? And he said, I thought I heard something, but I wasn't sure. So, I mean, that's, the one time I actually was like, whoa, <laughs> about a spirit box response. That's pretty cool. Um, is there what? any other, sorry, is there any other sort of like evidence that you've captured over the years you've been doing it that you've said this is a really good piece of evidence? Um. Well, you got the shadow of the Wilson Castle. Yeah. The... Oh, you're talking about, yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. So in the Wilson Castle, they have a pool table. And there was three other people that um, 
are not part of the group anymore. And there was a Ouija board sitting on the coffee table next to the uh, pool table. And someone said, I think we should play with the Ouija board. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, you guys can. I'll film you. Um, so and someone yelled out, no. Someone in the group. I can't remember who. And right when that happened, you see a, a child's shadow go across the pool table and just disappear. And then an orb shoot from the... Yeah, and then the orb... Shot from the REM, REM pod. Yep, the orb from the REM pod shot up. Wow. So. That's pretty cool. You mentioned orbs then. Do you have an opinion on what you think orbs are? Because on social media and other stuff, we see a lot of pictures or videos of what ought to be orbs. Do you have any opinion on what they could be? Of what? Of orbs? Yeah, like is it, is, is it just dust or is it is it representative of a spirit or what, what do you think they are? I think a lot of pictures I've seen um, are dust or, you know, lens flare. Yeah. But, and we get dust all the time because we're going into these places that are either abandoned, old, or so mm. when we take pictures, we're not exactly looking for orbs. We're more or less looking for the shadows, the, you know, something along that nature. But if there's a room, there's no other or orbs, dust, whatever, in the picture, and it's a bright, bright, color you might have something it might be a ball of energy but most of the pictures i've seen on you know the uh pages on facebook that i follow most of it is dust or lens flare cool yeah i agree um so what going along that that thought about what what are orbs? What what's your take on haunted objects like haunted dolls, that kind of thing? That's um, funny you say say that because Devin has a, a pretty interesting story, and I don't even know if you remember that story, Devin. Do you? Talking about tenders? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, uh, I think odd objects could be haunted. But actually, recently, I've got to thinking because I was talking to a uh, a uh, Catholic priest, and he said the only way for, you know, possession to take place is for, um, for something to have a soul. And then I'm like, well... If that's the case, how can, you know, stuff like Annabelle or Robert the doll or, you know, stuff like that be possessed? And then I was thinking, I'm like, well, maybe they're not possessed. 
it just these i guess demons use those uh objects like move them around and like they're not actually possessed but i don't know what i'm trying to say like like a puppet master type thing where the yeah 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 there we go yeah kind of like that yeah interesting because there's there's a a doll in the uk that has um in the last couple of weeks been the 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 owner of the doll has um, been on prime time morning television uh with claims of it, it being a haunted doll um and provided some video footage of where uh stuff has happened in his in his sort of property um with the doll um but do why do you think it might be dolls that seem to be haunted rather than yeah just about i was just about to say that it's only dolls that really <laughs> um i think because one if it's like a demon or something you look at a doll you're not gonna well maybe now but back then you're not gonna think twice you're gonna give it to a kid and you know then the kids are gonna say it's their best friend and parents aren't gonna think anything of it that's what kids do and then that's that's kind of how uh annabelle started no not annabelle a different doll um and so and then that just creates the whole problem with the demon being attached to the family and so like i said i think they use the doll to get to where they're what they want yeah yeah so and dolls are the easiest um I know that there's other stuff that's haunted, like divot boxes. Yep. But you see them online all the time, like for 50 bucks, 100 bucks. I've actually watched, uh, I think it was Zach Bagans. I, I watch a lot of him, and I know the Ghost Adventures, it's not all what it says most ghost hunting shows aren't. Mm -hmm but it's entertaining and he said there's only i think nine or ten true divot boxes and he has two of them supposedly yeah so along that sort of thinking then um there's with social media and obviously with the lockdown and and whatnot the last couple of years people have been moving towards social media for interactions um there's a lot of weight now and discussions online about uh apps so like ghost tube i think is one of the the recent ones what, what's your thought on um paranormal apps for phones and ipads and i it's funny you say the ghost tube i actually talked to the developers yeah you know i was just leaving comments i wasn't actually and they responded to me okay cool and the ghost tube app is supposed to be like a connect and i said 
there is no way you can make a phone do what a Kinect does. The camera just isn't built like that. And I tested it out. I test most of the apps out, and there's really no app out there that is true. Like, you can back up a claim with an app, and a lot of times now, we go into houses and people say, oh, this app did this when this happened and stuff like that. And we're like, we can't really go off what you have on an app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do so. you think also people, because of these apps are so uh, accessible now, anybody who's got a any kind of smartphone can can have them that people want to believe so a few years ago people were quite scared about the paranormal now you've got programs like i don't know if you get most haunted in the us um like all the stuff with ghost adventures um lots of different paranormal teams in the us as well have got their own tv shows do you think people now want to believe so they they will see these apps and go, oh, my God, it's just said, it said hell. Oh, my God, I'm going to be dragged by demons or something like that in the night. What's your take on on that? Is it people just want to believe now? So they're so, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's people want to believe. I think it's, at least for me, apps like you said they give a lot more people for free mm -hmm. ability to go out and ghost hunt mm -hmm. and i'm using the air quotes yeah and i think it's more or less people especially during halloween time just a group of people just going to experience what they say is paranormal when really it's just the app mm -hmm. kind of fooling them. So, yeah. So do you guys sort of just do sort of hauntings and spirits that side of the things, or do you explore other aspects of the paranormal, say UFOs, cryptids, that type of thing? Um, so what are your thoughts on, on that as well? We actually got a video. It was weird how it happened because the uh, our other founder, his name is Dwayne, and it was just me and Dwayne. We went to actually the lake in our town. It used to be the where the lake is used to be the old town. And there are still buildings down there and all that. And we were sitting, wow. we were sitting on the bank with our ghost hunting stuff. And I never actually really been crazy about UFO hunting. I do think that there's other life out there. We can't be the only ones. That's just what I think. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting there and it's hard to explain how it's set up because it's a weird lake. And I'm looking, I'm looking out in the middle of the lake up at the sky. And I keep seeing this 
ball of light kind of doing a circle. And at the time, I wasn't working at the airport, but I've been interested in, you know, the aviation. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's not a plane. It, it was a bright, bright light. It was an orange, bright light. And, and then Dwayne said, yeah, I saw that about, let's just say, 20 minutes ago. But he didn't say anything because he didn't know if I could see it. And then so it ended up going from ghost hunting to UFO hunting. It, it was weird. And since then, yeah, I actually want to do more uh, UFO hunting. And we actually got a place in our home state called the Bennington, Bennington Triangle. And apparently, just like the Bermuda Triangle, if you go into it, you disappear and all that. And I know a couple of the guys want to go. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cameron definitely wants to. Cameron's up for anything. Yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty much open to whatever. But we mostly try to focus on, you know, the the spirits, the demons, because that's what we, I wouldn't say specialize, but that's what we know the best. Yeah. Do you think that there's a link between different sort of aspects of the paranormal? Like, do you think there's... Because there's areas around the world where there's high instances of UFO sightings, strange creatures, hauntings, portgeists, where it all seems to happen in the same place. Do you think there's sort of connection between the different areas of the paranormal? Or do you think that they're all separate? That they're just UFOs, they're just ghosts, and they're not related? I don't know, because, like, I... Well, I don't know. What do you think, Devin? I haven't really given you... Um, <laughs> Um, well, I haven't experienced anything with UFOs yet like you have, but I know I've seen some on TV, but like I said, I think it's more of entertainment, not actually believing it, is my opinion. So we, we've, interviewed, we've interviewed somebody that's had all of those happen at his ranch. Um, uh, Ghost Adventures have been there, and they... Um, they yeah. Stardust Ranch. So we we um, we spoke to the owner John Edmonds about his experiences there, and there there does seem to be certain sites around the world um, where all of this happens in one place. Uh, quite a few in America, um, some in the UK where people have seen Bigfoot, portals, UFOs, paranormal activity. Um, so. We, we've been speaking to people since we've done the podcast and there does seem to be a shift that people do seem to think they're related. Um, but do you think they would all be classed as paranormal 
so is that would be the umbrella term for it all or or do you think like ash said that's ufos that's paranormal that's ghosts it might could be all paranormal well yeah i mean the thing is most people have had a paranormal if you're in the paranormal field you have had a paranormal experience you can, you know, it's rare to see a full body apparition, but we can, you know, say what we think one looks like. And I, I guess it's kind of the same thing with the aliens, but my take on aliens are actually people just like us. They're not the green big heads that we that yeah. I just I, I don't believe that. And so yeah, definitely maybe spirits are from different dimensions and they're coming back as their um former self. And I've actually had this talk with someone, maybe sorry, um Maybe when we see spirits, that person in another universe is actually having like a nightmare or a dream. And that's it. I mean, I could just go on about the whole thing. So in a way, yeah, I would say, you know, the UFOs and spirits could be connected. That's very well possible. And like you said, there's a lot of places that have both high activity. So yeah, I would, I would say I agree with that. Um, as far as Bigfoot and I, I don't know. I, I want to believe, but at the same time, there's been too many fakes. Mm -hmm. Um, we actually, Got a um, a um, lake monster that okay. I know it's not paranormal, but like I think all those things, Bigfoot, the uh, lake monsters, those things can be explained a lot easier than the paranormal. So yeah. I don't exactly say those should be classified as paranormal. Um. So we we you just briefly mentioned about fakes and and with cryptids and Bigfoot, there does tend to be people putting fake footage up of of things in the woods and people in suits yeah. and whatever. Um, what I don't know if you if you see the kind of stuff that goes up on the fa certain Facebook pages, um, loads of paranormal ones where people will just put up a picture oh, yeah. and they're people just blindly believe in even a blank picture and go yeah i can see two dogs and you your, your grandmother um what what is your take on all of that because there's like, some pretty shitty photos up on the oh yeah when i see pictures like that like you just said people saying oh i can see um you know like your grandmother and a dog and mm -hmm. i'm just sitting there like wow nice kitchen or something like that. Like, I, I, 
if they want to believe that there's something there, they they might have something there, but in that picture, I can't see anything worth saying there is something there. And a lot of times, going back to the orbs, it's orbs. But they don't want to, you know, you tell your honest opinion, like, yeah, it's just dust or stuff like that. And they go, no, something's there. Like, okay, well, why, why, why are you asking then? Like, so that's my take. I don't know if Devin's on any of those groups. No, I, (laughs) I had a little social media spill where. Yeah, he kind of went. Uh, yeah so yeah that's my take there are a couple out there that i've seen that are actually real but most of the time it's people taking pictures of their kitchens or whatever and yeah i I, I completely get you there so i've got um got one, one sort of question left from me before we sort of talk about what you've got coming up um what is the single best piece of evidence that you've seen either online on a TV program um, or wherever that you've gone, you know what, that, that looks like genuine paranormal activity can't be debunked. Can't say it's dust. Can't say it's somebody standing in the background who's just inadvertently been caught on camera. Cause a lot of the time people go, there was definitely nobody behind me. So how do you know you weren't watching? Is there one bit and you've gone, wow? Well, I got to think about this one. <laughs> I've watched so many That's paranormal cool. shows. And, yeah, I know. There's um, lots out there now, isn't there? Yeah, there are. There never used to be. Um, no, definitely not. So I'll tell you what one of mine was. So we've got yep. um, Ash mentioned a guy called Danny Moss. Uh, earlier to and Danny Moss is like one of the, the leading investigators in the UK and he's got a team called Haunted Hunts and this TV program on Amazon Prime and they done um, it's Lower Wellhead Farm this like farmhouse uh, in Pendle Hill and Pendle Hill is is a known sort of witch there was witches there and uh, and whatnot and paranormal activity and on camera they've captured um an apparition just walk past the camera um which we we've seen it me and ash have seen it um and danny's spoken to us about it on the podcast a couple of times um and it is definitely compelling um that that's the kind of probably the best bit of evidence that i've seen um I don't know if if you've had similar kind of wow moments. Uh, I actually just remembered one. Yep. Uh, I can't remember the name of the show. It wasn't like as big as Ghost Adventures or, you know, Ghost Hunters. Yeah. But it was just one guy and his camera crew. And he went into this place that when people said that there were you know, demons and all that. And he had this special camera. It was, uh, 
it had an IR light on it plus the infrared or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he took a picture down into the basement or down a stairwell. And he sent the picture off to get uh, edited and looked at. And on the left side, the only have you guys seen Ghostbusters too? Devin, have you? That yeah, it's a long time ago. There was that painting up on the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, of the museum or the paint the painting of that guy that was in the museum. That's the best way I can describe what the face looked like. It looked like a demon and it was clear as day. There's, you could kind of see it before he sent it off. So, you know, and he showed you on the camera. So there was no way he could have messed with it on the camera. But when he sent it off, he all, he did was get lightened up and clearer zoomed in and you could see it clear as day that face and i was like whoa that's actually a really good piece of evidence and it actually kind of startled me but i would say that's the best piece of evidence i've seen on tv it's sometimes good to have that kind of moment to sort of restore your faith that not everything that you're looking at is a bit of dust or is a creaky building or uh, it, it does sort of reinforce your sort of right. pursuit of it all, really. Um, so what have, what have you guys got coming up uh, this year? What have you got coming up in the future? Um, well, like right now, because it's still winter here, we're not really doing anything besides uh, the podcasts and um, making like videos of our tools that we use and stuff like that. Um, during the spring, I want to go to cemeteries. I know I told Devin, I said, I'm getting sick of cemeteries, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> And cemeteries usually are free unless, you know, a cop drives by and he wants yeah. to be... Uh, usually they're fine with it, though. Yeah. Around here, um, but you get some cops that they are what they are. But um, I know late summer, late summer, early fall, you want to go to... Well, we plan on doing U.S. and sale. Yeah, this year we try to do at least one big investigation of the year. And this year we plan on, like Devin said, late summer, early fall, we're going to the USS Salem. And um, people say Boston. It's technically not in Boston. It's in uh, Quincy, Mass, Massachusetts. So, and it's a big... uh, Navy, Navy ship, Navy ship. Navy ship. Yeah. I almost said yeah. Army, but yeah, yeah big Navy, Navy ship. ship. Yeah, 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 big Navy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, other than that, we don't really plan anything. If something comes up, like you know, 
I know Conjuring House we want to do, but that's going to be later. Yeah, the Conjuring House, the problem with that is they opened it up to the public mm-hmm. and they're booked for almost two years. Yeah. So, and we actually, we did another podcast and we got invited to, uh, to go investigating with him down in uh, Alabama. So at some point we're going to Alabama, there's a playground called uh, Dead Children's Playground. Uh, that sounds, sounds awful, but that's sounds what, fun. <laughs> but that's what the locals call call it. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just called Devil's Playground. No, it's oh. but yeah, it would probably have been better to be honest than to call it Dead Children's Playground. It's, it's probably <laughs> Devil's a bit Playground. E- bit easier to publicize it as a devil's play yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah really if um someone texts you know saying that or messages me on facebook or messages the group we try to plan at least two weeks out yeah that way we have a full week to test the equipment make sure everything's running charge everything i usually don't charge stuff um until two days before because you don't want to overcharge it and then ruin the batteries and yeah so and then yeah i mean cool cool definitely did i miss anything it's a good way of doing it not to plan too far ahead see what comes up yeah well um so where where can people find you where where online can people find you um we have a facebook page the new england paranormal researchers cool we got a youtube page instagram uh we do have a tiktok but we don't really use it we just ventured um, into TikTok. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if we start getting more people over on TikTok, we'll use it more. But yeah. right now, we're most active on YouTube and Facebook. Cool, cool. Awesome. Well, thanks very much, guys, for taking time to talk to us. Uh, enjoyed hearing some of the New England stuff that's been going on. So thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much, and all thank the you best for having for... us. No, pleasure, and all the best for coming investigations. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely, uh, if you guys want, we can send you some pictures that we got in some of the evidence, and mm-hmm. yeah, please cool. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, and we, we'll put we we can put that on alongside the episode as well so people when they've been listening to this episode will be able to to sort of follow the the photos along as well which would be good but yeah All thanks right. again for your good. time Sounds... yeah yeah thank you have a good rest of the day you guys you too thank you cool. pursuit of the paranormal with ash and greg